Are you going to the theme parks this summer? Don't worry. We've got some tips, tricks, and hacks to help you save money. Hi, welcome to Broke Teachers Travel Podcast. I'm Marnie. And I'm Jeff. And we're going to help you save some money today. What's the first tip you have? Um, the first tip is, unlike some of my students, some of the time, do your research, okay? Always research where you're going. Um, research, research the uh, the travel plan, research um, kind of what you're going to do when you get there. Um, and the big thing, tickets, hotels, things like that. But kind of have a plan because there's nothing like getting there and something going sideways to kind of put a you know, rain cloud on your vacation. Yeah, make sure those tickets actually come from the venue that you will be visiting because it is very easy to get ripped off that way. And, uh, you know, that's something that we both experienced when we worked at Disney is people come in and, hey, if they're selling Disney tickets out of the back of a pickup truck on I-4, do not buy those, okay? You might want to question that. <laughs> you might want to do that, okay? Because all the Disney and magic in the world is not going to get those tickets refunded for you, okay? So make sure that it's legit from the place that you're visiting. Yes, and please excuse any thunder you hear in the background. It's storming. Okay, for all of you teachers, check to see if you get in free at the different venues. And yes, that is a thing. We will be posting some YouTube shorts on our channel in the next week or so about different places where teachers actually get in free and you're going to be surprised at how many there are i know that we've used a couple of them in the past and and it's been really really cool um again you know especially teachers we we know we all work on a budget oh yeah definitely now and and this this is a good one okay this This is is a good good one. one um does an annual pass make sense um sometimes they can save you a huge amount of money Again, um, if, you know, for us, we're Florida residents and we still live six hours from Disney. So, um, you know, if we only go down there one or two times a year, we probably break even. But if we go down, like when our kids were younger, you know, every other weekend or something, it really makes all the sense in the world to do an annual pass. Um, Other places um, have annual passes. I know Universal has them. And again, sometimes it's just like one or two days can um, actually make up the price for an entire annual year yeah and make sure you check if you're a resident of the state where the theme park is located they may offer you special discounts i know disney has florida resident discounts universal has florida resident discounts so check and see whichever theme park you're visiting if they offer them as well i was i was talking to one of my friends from texas and i know that a couple of the theme parks out there in texas offer discounts to teachers as well that i mean it can be a huge savings another thing to think about is parking fees they can be very expensive some of them are getting upwards of 30 35 a day see if you get free parking by staying on property or in designated hotels that are associated with the theme park that can be a big money saver it can I mean, it can be huge. It can save you over $100 if you're there for a week. Again, you know, whenever you book, realize that in a lot of these uh, these theme park areas, there's going to be a resort fee. And sometimes mm-hmm. that could be, you know, 10 to 15% on top of that. And then um, per day. Yeah, per day. And then I know like some of the, the hotels, um, you know, when we go to Disney, one of the things that we have to look at is who does have that free parking because, you know, make sure on the, for the hotel reservations um, that you look and make sure that. It is free parking. Now, for a while, what, what was the deal with the Disney parking? Uh, for a while, they charged for parking at the resorts, but they have done away with that again, thankfully. 
because that was that was a deal breaker for a lot of people because it got very expensive to even stay on property. I mean, staying there is expensive enough, but when you add parking fees on top of that, it just gets to be too much and you can't afford that. It's it's not doable for us. We couldn't handle the parking fees on top of the resort fees on top of the price of the resort. I mean, that's it's a lot. So I'm glad they rethought that. You know, so did, um, are we going to talk later on about using the shuttles from the different places. Oh, that is a good idea. Yeah, if you're staying in a designated hotel, a lot of the a lot of them have shuttles back and forth to the parks, especially if you're in like the area surrounding the theme park. So just ask. Ask at the hotel if they offer something, but do know that with those shuttles, you are going to be on their time schedule. If it's not an affiliated hotel, you're going to be on their time schedule and it may not be normal park hours. But it's also awesome that, you know, if uh, you have to park and pay $20 a day, $25 at some places, if you stay at the hotel, take the shuttle and you're staying there four or five days. So you could see that it could save you, you know, hundreds of dollars that you could spend on other stuff there. Yeah, absolutely. Food, souvenirs, whatever you want. Um, This is one we've done lots of times actually we still do this in our we own lives we, we did it last night actually <laughs> yes, we did. And, and that's we uh sh- we share meals mm-hmm. we do okay so uh one of the things about theme parks along with those huge prices the few the the portions of food is usually pretty are usually pretty good size yeah. and so sometimes um just order something um and and split it and share it there, there's not a big issue with that we used to do that with the dining plan um with the quick service dining plan yeah the quick service we would split meals i mean we would still end up using all of the meals throughout the week but we would you know in the heat in florida it gets to be so much you just don't want a huge meal so it's easier to split something and like we said the portions at theme parks are usually huge so sharing is definitely an option to think about. And, and that's one of the things when you think about it, you know, they, if you, if you get really, really full, you're less likely to be moving around, want to do the roller coasters, things like that. So, um, you know, stay, you know, just don't fill up too much. Yeah. And maybe save your big meal for nighttime. Right. That's um, another thing to think about is see if the water is free at the quick service restaurants. Again, I know we keep re- referencing Disney, but we, we know Disney. That's where, you know, we've spent the majority of our time. (laughs) But it is free at Disney, and I'm sure other theme parks offer the same service. Just ask, and a lot of times they use the filtered water through the soda machines. So just ask for a cup of ice water, and a lot of times it will be free. And you can mix a drink packet in it or just drink the water like it is, and just be sure to stay hydrated because it is hot. And see, there's no reason for Dad to have to... Or, or, you know, as we called uh, some of our kids sometimes, uh, the family pack mule, um, you know, that there's no need to have to carry five or six or seven bottles of water with you. That is heavy. No, so, you know, heavy. drink it, take the empty bottle, go up to the, uh, you know, the uh, restaurant the or the, service, the quick yeah. service and ask for it. Um, I'm not sure. I know uh, some theme parks have actually have the... Uh, the water stations. Yeah, that's, yeah. That, that's Disney what that, has a few of them too. That, that's the motion for that thing that yeah. you put it under. I don't know. <laughs> I knew this, what you meant. I knew this, where we this, going. <laughs> no more, but this is it. Okay, so that's. Yeah, that can be a big money saver because drinks are expensive. Most of them are well over two or three dollars a piece, even at just a normal McDonald's now. All right. Speaking of sharing, this is this is the Jeff Skipper travel hack that I still do. Um, ask for a cup of ice. 
Then the next person asks for a soda with no ice. You pour them in there, pour it back in there, play mad scientist for a minute, and really, it, it pretty much is two sodas for the price of one. So. Yeah, because the ice takes up most of the room there, right. displaces everything. So, yeah, and the soda out of the fountains is already cool. So you don't necessarily have to have ice. And if you get little or no ice, you're getting a lot more soda for your money or whatever drink you're drinking, you're getting a lot more of it. Absolutely. Now, another thing is sharing. We're talking about sharing again. <laughs> sharing we're a teachers. Kid's... You're supposed to share. Yes, we do. Sharing is caring. Share a kid's meal as a snack. The kid's meals at most theme parks, like we said, again, portions are huge. So a kid's meal could be divided between a couple of people as a snack, an afternoon snack. So take advantage of that. You can get something a little different that way. You know, maybe everybody gets a nugget or two and some fries, something like that. Usually it comes with a fruit or something. So it's a great snack to think about. I'm not going to call out the one place that uh, my daughter, she's, as she'll be listening, uh, she knows that we, we called it Valley Forge because we <laughs> thought that there was going to be enough to share and there was like four fries and... <laughs> And two pieces of chicken. So uh, as a history teacher, it's Valley Forge because they didn't have anything to eat either. We didn't either. So make sure, like Marnie said, usually they are large portions, not always. So um, Yeah, yep. just kind of, you know, you can gauge it. Right. And you've got a good one here. Oh, yeah. Um, check and, and see um, a- about kids and if kids get in free or if there's some sort of discount or something. And what age the kids are allowed to get in free because I know if some places do and then there's a certain age from um, X age to Y age that they could actually get in at a discount. Um, now, one of the things, you know, if it's close, that's one thing. But, um, you know, we've we've heard tells when we worked at Disney of people trying to, you know, have kids that were 10 or 11 years old, pushing them in with the, with the strollers <laughs> and the kids, you know, shoe foot was bigger than mine. Okay, so again... Try not to do that, but, you know, the, the idea is that, you know, especially at places like Disney, it's about the kids. It's about the fun and things like that, um, but so, so they do have that graduated. Um, yeah, from I think 3 to 10 is a discounted ticket. 3 and under is free or up to 3. I can't remember exactly, but yeah, there are some discounts available for children and other parks do it as well. So just check to see what their policy is, and you can save some money that way, too. And one of, one of the things, make sure that you go to their website, okay, not somebody, because mm-hmm. a lot of times I know with search engines, this happens all the time. I was looking at something today and it took me to, you know, an affiliate or, you know, somebody else. Make sure it is, you know, universal. Make sure it's Disney. Make sure it's Wild Adventures. Make sure that those are the people. And then you could scroll there and you could look at their policies for whatever. Yeah, because that can, you can get some dangerous territory there as far as you get to the park and your ticket's not good. Or they, you know, they won't honor the the site and what they've said. You know, the rules are listed differently or something. So just be very careful. And, and guys, you know, it, it is heartbreaking because Marnie and I, we were both greeters at the park, and we we saw this happen. You know, on a, you know, almost on a daily basis that somebody would come in and the ticket wouldn't scan, and they had bought it here or they'd done things like that. Not to say that they're not reputable places that you can buy there are. from, um, but I would definitely, you know. I'm a cheapskate and I, I love my money. So one of the things we, you always check out is, you know, ratings and reviews on, on, you know, companies if they, you do decide to buy one of those discounted tickets yeah. or something. And speaking of discounts, 
consider buying your souvenirs at legitimate outlet centers, um, especially if you're going to Disney. I know they have a specific one. There's one on Vineland Road down there at um, the outlet center, and it is legitimate. Everything you buy there is authentic Disney merchandise, and sometimes on some stuff it doesn't matter, but like if you're pen trading, that matters, and you can get pins at a discount there, so that's a great place to pick some up. You know, I'm, I'm a big pin collector. Did you know that? No. <laughs> yeah. And and to, to tell you the difference at these outlet centers, um, you know, in the park, you're going to pay anywhere between 10 to $15 per Disney pin. At the, out, at, at the outlet, you could get, sometimes get them as cheap as a dollar, $2, things like that. So we'll do another uh, episode on just Disney pin trading at some point. I think we could handle that. I Maybe think we've done it a time or two. <laughs> once or twice. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, do consider going to the outlet to buy some of your souvenirs. A lot of it is... It can even be the same merchandise that is in the parks at the moment. I have seen that. And it's not all old. Some of it is, you know, a few months old. But, hey, it's still the same merchandise that came from the parks. And sometimes I think what ends up happening, which is kind of cool, is that if Disney will come out with a movie. And if you've got young kids, you probably don't go see it in the theater. You wait for it to come out. And that is the time that they're kind of getting the stuff into the mm-hmm. outlets. And so, you know, the first time that you, you have the kids seeing it on a... That's not VHS or DV, uh, streaming. That's what yes, it is, streaming. streaming. Okay. Um, so, you know, it kind of coincides with that. I know that um, we have a Disney store up um, where we live. One of the few that's left. And I still buy Disney, you know. We, Mar- Marnie we hates, Marnie hates when I go in there because I, I will gonna sp- I'm going to spend money. That's just how that works. And um, so, They you know, know us by name when they, we go in there. They, they do. Um, but, you know, again, if there's something you want to order online, sometimes I know that um, some of those places have, um, you know, different um, codes sometimes at different times of the year with, with discounts. You can order it, um, have it sent, you know, to your house. And so when you get back, hey, look, you know, oh, my gosh, look what, what Mickey sent you or something and like that. Here's a tip. You can also have things delivered to your hotel. If you buy it in the parks, right? Or is that... Well, yeah, if you buy it in the parks, they will... You can absolutely have your stuff sent back to the hotel. But if you buy things like on Amazon, you can have it shipped to your hotel. And surprise! It's in the room waiting for them when they get back. Okay, Amazon. Okay, (laughs) go ahead. All right, moving on. Moving on. This is is one that... um, we've talked about before you know uh, if they allow you to bring your own snacks in um again don't carry you know pounds and pounds of things in there it's heavy you know but but for like kids you know if they have their their backpacks or their little backpacks or whatever hey just put a little snack a water bottle in there and once it's gone everything gets a lot lighter um what you don't want is anybody in the party to be miserable carrying around huge amounts of snacks and, and things like that um again um, going back to using our Ziploc bags, you know, we mm-hmm. um, if we have our Ziplocs, we put a sandwich in there. Um, we used to go to Quiznos or Subway or somewhere like that, and we would actually just, you know, take it. We wouldn't eat it there because we were going to eat it a little bit later. Or eat part of it eat and part then save it. the other half. Yeah, and so there's just a lot of ways to do that. But again, um, you, you want to have fun. You want to save money, but there's a happy medium in there. Yeah, because like you said, that stuff, it does get heavy when you're carrying it from place to place, especially if you're in the south with all the heat and humidity. It gets to be a lot throughout and, the day. And, you know, I've actually seen, you know, people carry those backpacks that are ice chest, and those things are heavy. They're, conveni- they're convenient to keep your stuff cool, but they are heavy. And remember, these places have lockers, too. 
you can rent a locker for the day and then just go back and forth to it as you need to i've always found that that's quite a trick sometimes but you know it, it's doable if you want to do a whole meal that way you know like bring some sandwiches or something pop it in the locker make sure your cooler's small enough to fit in one pop it in there go back for lunch and then you know spread out again after lunch and hit all the attractions but i think that's going to do it for this week for saving money at theme parks and next week we are going to talk about saving money when traveling domestically oh okay cool yeah <laughs> i always like to save money so. uh, we do like to save money around here well, that's, you know that's we're, we're broke enough so yeah maybe, maybe we should be called broker teachers <laughs> so i don't know exactly but we will see you guys next time remember break the monotony not the bank bye guys have a good weekend I just felt like it went long, didn't it? A little. Hang on. I'm trying to stop it.